Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Proclaim Emancipation Podcast. This is episode six, and it's going to be about breaking away from big tech and this sick society that we all live in. So, I've been a tech guy my entire life. I brought this up in a previous podcast. I was that kid, like, in preschool that knew how to program MS-DOS and do all that stuff. So literally as long as I can remember, I've been a computer person, technology person. You know, all through high school, I was building computers. I went to school for a couple of years for IT. You know, always been a tech guy. I've enjoyed it. It was fun. I didn't really like software, but I liked hardware. I liked working with the technology, fixing it, building computers. But technology has become way too integrated into our lives. Like, every, everywhere you go, everyone's got their smartphones, and we all know this. I don't have to repeat this. We all got our smartphones. We all got computers. We all got laptops. We all have all this wireless technology all around us, you know, EMFs. But the screens are having a very negative impact on our lives. So many people are living in these screens and not living in reality. You know, myself included for part of my life. You know, there was part of my life where I just... Just played video games nonstop. That's all I did was play video games. Just completely escape the world. Couldn't deal with it. Just gonna play video games, escape. But that's I mean, that's not the answer. You can't run away from your problems. Um and you run away your problems until you die, then you're just gonna have to come back and face them. We're here for a reason. We're here to learn. We're here to you know, grow as individuals, as a species, as humanity, as a spirit. So this technology is distracting us from what we're here to do i'm not i don't think technology is bad at all it's a neutral like a lot of things like electricity it's neutral it's the person using it it's the person utilizing this electricity or using utilizing technology and how it's used if it's going to be good or bad technology was all about helping us you know industrial revolution things like you know we all learn about the cotton gin okay the cotton gin made it much easier to, to uh, work with cotton instead of all doing it manually. It was, you know, revolutionary. Stuff like the printing press, like machinery and technology. This is stuff that's been very important. And we've got to the point in the last 50 years where technology has just been enslavement devices. You know, it started with TVs. It's, you know, it goes on to smartphones, computers, all that. And we're at a state now where... Everyone spends more time on their phones than they do staring at reality. So, what do we do? What do we do about it? Well, the biggest problem is that they're integrating reality with this technology. They're, you know, if you want to sign up for a thing, you got to, you know, give them your phone number. You got to use an email to sign up for stuff. It's all, everything is your email and your phone number which are, might as well be your new social security numbers, you know, because you're known by that on the Internet, and everything is on the Internet. Everything is digital. Everything is stored online in some way. You go to a business, you know, that business is going to have a website. They're going to have a card reader that is hooked up to essentially Wi-Fi and all that. Like, our, our lives are all completely interconnected by the Internet, which are all interconnected anyway because we're all from the same source, but we are artificially all connected now through the internet 5g is only going to make that worse so we need to all realize together that these smartphones are doing more harm than good we need to all realize together that 
we could use them for good. You know, a lot of people have, obviously. But it's also very easy to, like, you know, I made a Twitter just, just to promote this uh, podcast and my website and just go on there and just kind of talk crap to, you know, the president or whatever. But, like, at the same time, it's, I'm making sure to not just go in there. The scrolling is what gets people. If you're scrolling, 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 like, you see people on their smartphones, they're just scrolling up, scrolling up. You know, they're on TikTok, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. Facebook, just keep scrolling down. I did the same thing on Reddit. My God, I would spend hours on Reddit. I just keep scrolling down, scrolling down, because it's like, it's this weird thing where you're like, I'm going to find the, I'm going to find something cool, I'm going to find something awesome, I'm going to find the right video to watch, I'm going to find that cool thing that my friend thing, or, you know what I mean, it's just, it's dopamine, it's dopamine, and it's constant dopamine, pretty colors, you hear stuff about people, you're being social, it's, but it's all artificial, it's all artificial, you know, it's not people's real life, it's the life that they project onto the internet, so, we need to stop existing on social media like in as as a whole we need to base ourselves in reality and not in this digital infrastructure and we need to completely get away from their digital infrastructure all the controlled infrastructure all you know the main social media sites the main smartphone makers the main smartphone operating systems we need to have our if we're going to use the technology we need to have our own because everything else is corrupted it's all infiltrated uh just captured if i don't have a good word for it but you know what i mean compromised it's all compromised it's compromised so we need to they do make de-googled phones you know people de-google phones and stuff like that you can uh use different computers that you know with certain technologies in them or use certain softwares use vpns but they only do so much, you know, You because groups like the CIA, NSA have all the digital power in the world. They set up pretty much all the digital infrastructures in, you know, for the U.S. So they have the power to do whatever they want with it. So it makes it very complicated. I'm not, I don't have the solution. I, I don't. I don't have a good solution besides getting together physically with like-minded people and living, you know, in your own little community. Besides that, I don't, I don't really know. You know, I don't know how we get everyone to realize what technology's done to us, how it's enslaved us in this echo chamber. For all, you know, we're all in our own echo chambers online. So we are reliant now on smartphones. This is all by design. You have every kid, every adult. With a smartphone, they're all constantly tracked, monitored, recorded, you know, everything, you know, you, you say something around your phone and it pops up. What I've seen too, this is some like, just because you go, like if you're around someone, say your phone recognizes that you're around your mother's phone and you're at your mother's house, you'll start getting ads for things that your mom buys and stuff like that. Really weird stuff. Like they, everything is tracked and monitored. It's all done by AI. They're not just like, there's not some FBI agent or CIA agent just sitting at a computer just like, oh, going from, from smartphone to smartphone, just checking stuff, and oh, here, we're going to send you some ads. No, it's all done by AI. It's all automatic now. It's all algorithms. All of it. It's just been set up, and it just keeps getting monitored, or, uh, you know, they keep track of it. They may, you know, go through whatever data they need. They do what they need, but it, all the stuff's done by AI. Like, they want AI to just control everything so that no one has to think. The AI thinks for us. Because it is perfect, but it's not. 
It's never perfect. It's, it's artificial. It's right in the name. It's artificial. It's not real. You know, the, um, they're working on creating this cashless society. Which is, it's, it's going to be crypto, basically. You know, you're going to have FedCoin or eCoin, whatever the hell they want to call it. This global currency under the world government, blah, 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 blah. But you're going to have to have some device to use it. Because if it's a digital, if it's digital money, you need a digital something to use it, right? Well, that's not 100% true because actually I have a debit card that I use for Coinbase that I, you know, I just use USD coin. It's just a dollar coin and it's always worth a dollar. And you just use it like a debit card. It's pretty nifty. Because I actually get a crypto back when I use it. Of course, they're tracking everything I buy and all that crap, but I'm getting free crypto from just using it. So, I don't mind. Crypto, I think, is a complete scam and bullcrap. I think it's just leading us into this cashless society, and people are just getting rich in the process, which is cool. I just, you know I mean? I just, I didn't want to buy stocks, so I bought some crypto. You know, Ethereum, I think Ethereum is going to do good things. It's been doing good things. Uh, Cardano has great potential. Um, yeah, I'll get into crypto. I'll probably have a crypto podcast. Um, but yeah, it's just all about this the blockchain technology because the blockchain technology is always there digitally it can't be lost so basically what i think is going to happen that's going to usher this in is there's going to be a cyber attack it's probably going to be on banks maybe one bank and they're going to basically just wipe out all the money and wipe out all of the histories online so no one like all these accounts get wiped and no one knows how much money they should have had well if you're on the blockchain, that can't happen because it can't be stolen or wiped. It can't be hacked into. Like, it just it can't. So that's that's what they would usher in. Because if you if if this is just my theory, obviously this is totally on my theory because I I do believe that they are preparing a major cyber attack. They've already been setting up cyber attacks. They've been talking about this for a while. But I think it's going to be a major cyber attack that impacts supply chains, and it's going to impact. Um, financial so if something happens financial like that and they wipe out accounts and wipe out bank records whatever the hell they may be that's a perfect excuse to usher in blockchain technology because it can't be erased you know you have you're gonna have digital banks everything's just gonna be online it's all gonna be part of the blockchain you're not gonna have any physical money with it it's just gonna be your your fed coin or whatever the heck it's gonna be you know the china coin if it keeps going the way it's going so, you know, they've used COVID as this excuse to usher in a lot of crap. And that's what they do is they, it's problem, reaction, solution. They already have the solution ready, which is going to be uh, some sort of blockchain global currency. And they need to create a problem, which is going to probably just like COVID, it's going to be a problem that can be used in multiple ways for multiple things to accomplish multiple tasks. Um, which will probably be some attack on banks or supply chains or both and wipe out money. And then here we have the answer already. Here's the blockchain technology. Here's Bitcoin that everyone's already been using. You know what I mean? That's just my theory. Um, I think that uh, blockchain technology was started by deep state intelligence. Uh, my guess would be CIA because they, you know, they got all the best stuff. So, that's my guess. I don't know for sure, but I know that the name that name they made up. I don't remember Nagasaki, whatever the heck his name was. I 
it was made up. You know what I mean? I think they made it an Asian name on purpose to have people not think it's going to be some white dude at the CIA. You know what I mean? That, again, this is just my guess. I don't know. I don't know for sure. Um, I do know that Steve, Deep State Intelligence has been a major, major player, if not the player, in creating a lot of these uh, tech companies. I don't know if anyone has ever heard of the CIA LifeLog program. This is the uh, Congress went or the CIA went to Congress basically wanting to implement this life log where they just track everybody always like everything is going to be tracked. All the information online is always tracked and just, yeah, they, they basically what Facebook became because literally it got denied by Congress. They were like, what the hell is wrong with you? You're not going to track everybody. And so it got you know dropped literally the next day. Zuckerberg releases Facebook literally the next day so what do you think happened there you know zuckerberg another what was he, harvard or yale one of the stupid ivy league things you know i mean he's he's tied into all that crap he's just i don't know if he's really even anybody he's just the face of facebook he's just the guy you know if he's even real you know i don't know if you've, you've probably seen some weird stuff with zuckerberg talking about how when he was human or you know drinking water like he's a robot um interesting stuff you know you got facebook creating the metaverse now you know they control instagram they roblox roblox which has taken over so many children's lives you know my kid freaking loves roblox you know i mean it's so much money they're making off that damn game and it's just pushing kids into the metaverse because there's so many games on there that's just living a life and it's unless we unless we change something these kids are going to be living their entire lives on the internet because there's not going to be an outside world for them so that's why it's crucial to resist all of this crap, not accept their technologies, not accept their metaverse, okay? So uh, another tech company, Google, I, I don't remember exactly what it is, but Google, because it, it was like the original search engine. So it was basically exactly what intelligence does, which is compile a bunch of information into a spot. And then be able to access it. And then basically how it is is they can, you, know, you mean you, every single Google search is logged. They're all logged. So, you know, they know exactly what people are talking about, what they're searching, what is curious to them. You know what I mean? And then you cater all the searches. It, yeah. And Google's become like the most powerful corporation. You know, they, they have, their, their web expands into so many different branches of technology. You know, they have their own. They have their own operating system that, you know, I mean, they made Android. They got their own smartphones. They have their own cell phone service. They have their own gaming service. You know, they have so many levels that Google goes through. And same with Facebook. It's the same thing with Facebook. Like, these companies need to be broken up because they have so much wide-ranging power and so many wide-ranging products that they, they – they, between Google and Facebook, they are most of technology. It's scary. It's really scary. Yeah, I don't know. But Twitter Twitter is literally just the government's um whatchamacallit. It's just a government wow, dang it, what's the word? I don't remember the dang word. Twitter's just it's it's just it's just a political arm, basically. It's just an arm to sway political opinions and all that crap. You know, there's bots. There's so many bots. There's you know, companies worth of people that are out there just to go on social media and just wreak havoc, you know, get people to sway a certain way. It's 
it's it mo like I think there's something crazy like sixty percent of people online on a lot of these social media sites are bots that just go around. I, I think that was the stat I last heard. I forget where I heard. I think it was on Joe Rogan. There's a lot of bots on these social media sites, especially Twitter, because that's what you that's how it is. It's easy to do. You know, you go on and you just have a thousand of your bots like something, and then you're you know you get you can post a thousand things with hashtag whatever, and then you're you're trending. It, that's what they do. That's what they've been doing, you know, whether it be actually bots or just be people sitting at a computer desk, you know, you know, company worth of, a room worth of people all sitting at a computer desk monitoring 10 different Twitter accounts. You know, who knows? I don't know. But I'm sure that's what they do in other countries. I've heard that's what they do in other countries, stuff like that. You know, they have people just sitting there just to go online and just wreak havoc. It's scary. You got to you got to really watch out for people online and not just the creeps, obviously, but you got to realize that it's not always a human on the other side of the keyboard. It, it really is not always a, a human. So, you know, just just watch just watch what people say and just really keep an eye out. It's you know, it's one of those things that's going to be hard to spot unless you see like unless you go through someone's history and you'll see. Uh, you know, a history of weird, uh, weird posts and stuff like that. Just, I don't know. Just really just don't, just stop wasting time on social media to get to the point where you're arguing with people. If you're arguing with people on social media, you know, you gotta like go to posts, leave your post and just leave your point and go. You know, you can't just go on and spend a whole hour arguing with someone online that gets nobody anywhere and it's probably not a real person or it's someone just paid just to poke your buttons and argue with you happens on reddit a lot you'll see there's so many bots on reddit so the biggest problem i think with technology and all this power being integrated or the technology being integrated and the power in it is that they can shut off this technology whenever they want uh, i'm sure people remember last thanksgiving when people or los angeles was threatening to shut off people's power you know that was even 2020. I think, yeah, it was 2020 that was doing that. And I think they did it in 2021, too. But yeah, they were threatening to shut off people's power if they had too many people over for Thanksgiving. That's that's the shit that they can do when you have a smart meter and you can literally just flick a switch and shut it off wirelessly. You don't even have to go to their house. You can shut it off wirelessly. Like, this smart grid crap, you can talk, if someone hacks into the smart grid, you can shut off everybody's power. It's It's, it's sketchy. I don't like any of it. I don't like the smart grid. I don't like the smart meters. But yeah, this is this that stuff they're threatening. You know, imagine being threatened with your water being shut off, your power being shut off, your heat being shut off in the middle of winter because you won't take a COVID vaccine or you have too many people over your house. That's the potential is there. So yeah, the my the, you you, you got to have your own power grid. You got to have your own everything. You got to have your own everything, or else they have control over you. Is really what it comes down to. I'm not saying we have to get rid of technology. I am saying we have to completely separate from their controlled, compromised technology. Oh, another one too. This is a big one. I, I think this was in the summer or something. 
they were in Pakistan, they were locking people out of the SIM card on their phones unless they took a COVID vaccine. I don't know how much that went through. I didn't really follow up on that, but I do remember reading that multiple sources. So yeah, that's quite frankly, I'm, I'd be like, okay, I don't want my phone anyway, but you know, people are addicted to their phones. So that's a huge deal for people. Um, yeah, we can't, we can't comply. We have to resist all this crap. Uh, this here, I talked a little bit about earlier, cyber attacks. I actually made this post on my website in, I think it was like May of 2021. And a couple months after that, like within months after, there were three different cyber attacks. Like, so, I don't, you know, call it whatever you want there's they because they were talking about it you know the world economic forum um santa claus schwab was uh saying you know watch out for the cyber attacks the terrorists are going to use cyber attacks blah 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 blah. and okay well they are the terrorists so they're going to use the cyber attacks and then that's what cyber polygon was all about they um they want to basically they want a war game targeting one section of a one part of a supply chain to bring the whole supply chain down in the domino effect. Um, this is what they do. That's they, they war game things. They they plan things out and test it out in the public before it happens. Like event two hundred one, you know, a lot of stuff with nine uh, eleven. How there were like multiple multiple tests for the exact or yeah, um, they were testing the the exact thing on on that day. It's part of false flags. Um, it's it's just how they do things because you they have to tell you ahead of time what they're gonna do to give it power because they they can't do it because we have free will so if they can't take away our free will so they have to do things against or to us willingly which is why they spend so much time on propaganda and all that because they can't just come and force us to do things so. We've we've walked into this with a, everything being hooked up to the internet. We've set ourselves up for everything to be taken down if the internet goes down, which is not necessarily possible to bring down the entire internet. But you know, it's there's a lot of things that are. I can't say it's not possible. I'm I'm sure it may be possible. You know, imagine if an EMP hit all all the electrical stuff in the area, and that was not only taken taken down but at fried because that's what an emp would do an emp would fry everything all the electrical equipment would be fried so you would have to you would have to be um you'd have to have EMP, emp protection which they do make stuff to protect you from emps it's not cheap you know and it's really like really preppy like you got to really be a prepper to be prepping for an emp but there's been talks of it it's possible like they have EMP technology, it's totally possible. Um, but yeah, I think like I talked about earlier, I believe this cyber attack is going to be on not only it's going to affect the supply chain, but it's also going to affect affect financial systems. Um, I think they're going to basically wipe out a bank or wipe out bank records, accounts, something like that, to usher in their you know blockchain based cryptocurrency that can't be lost or stolen but can be taken by the government essentially you know what i mean you can be shut down you can be shut out of your phone you can be shut out of your account you know they were shutting people out of their 
checking accounts and stuff with banks earlier this year, like like people later with Trump or they, you know, I don't remember exactly what it was for, but I remember seeing, you know, Mastercard like blocking people out of, of accounts and stuff. Like, oh, Alex Jones, that's right. Alex Jones dropped. I forget what accounts it was. You know, just dropped them totally. Like PayPal has been shutting people out like crazy. You know, a lot of people are living online with the internet, like with making money online. Like the crypto is really opened things up for people. And if it crypto is used correctly, it's one of the best technological things created for humanity. But if it's used incorrectly, it's one of the worst. You know, that's kind of what it it's kind of what most technology comes down to. It can be extremely beneficial for humanity in an infinite amount of ways. But it can also be extremely detrimental to humanity in a near infinite amount of ways. So we need to not allow a technological takeover. You know, AI's already been here. AI's been here for a while and it's been running things for a long time. Because most, you know, all the, all the algorithms, all this, uh, you know, your smartphone tracking you and all this stuff, this is all controlled and ran by AI. So we're already in an AI age, okay? It's not some advanced, you know, Terminator crap that is going to, you know, replicate and kill us all. No, it's, it's just manipulating our lives in every way. Like, these psychos up top, they're not making human decisions. They're making like robot, you know, like completely logic, no emotion decisions like a psychopath. Okay, like a, like a robot would think. It would, one, it would just process the data. It wouldn't think of the human element. It wouldn't think of the emotional element. Thinking like a robot. That's, that's what these psychos up top have been doing. They see numbers. They see data. That's it. Because that's what they get. They get numbers and data. They don't go into the real world and see the real world. They sit behind their computers. They sit behind their phones with their data and their numbers and what their, you know, algorithms and crap are telling them. So that's what they think. You know, if you're stuck in that world for 20 years and that's all you're doing is just processing data and numbers and all this crap, that's all you see, you know. So we are not numbers. We are not just data. You're human beings. We have a spirit. We have a soul, okay? We're part of something greater. We're part of the universe, we are the universe. We are nature. So we can't be made into machine because we are not a machine. We function like a machine. We are an intelligent system. But we can't, we can't allow them to treat us like a robot, to treat us like a machine because we're much greater than that. So they are, I don't know, I'm sure people have seen this too, where they have microchip technology that they want to put under their skin for crypto um there's literally patent it's like zero 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 six zero six zero six or something like that and i can't make that up and it's a patent for a microchip that goes under your skin that will basically hold your bank information hold vaccine information hold all of your biological information and reward you cryptocurrency based on doing certain tasks okay that is, that's the B system. That is going to be the mark. That's it. You know, you're going to need this or else you're not going to get money and you can't buy food. You know, people think the vaccine is it. No, I don't think the vaccine is it. The vaccine's prepping us for whatever's next, which is going to be some sort of integrated bio, uh, biological data. Um, what's the word? 
bio I forget the word but you know you know what I mean like the bio characteristics of you of your body and your medical data all that crap stored in some sort of chip or stored in something on your body and it'll be integrated with your financial data which will be a cryptocurrency based system while you're hooked up to the internet of things of course because you're you're part of the internet now you know how else are they going to read your crypto wallet and your crap and your thing because you're hooked up to the internet now that's what they want and you know that way every single person can always be tracked always be traced always be listened to always be recorded and there's nothing we could do about it if that's what the, that's what we accept but we're not we're not accepting that i don't know about you but i'm not so i don't know if a lot of people have seen the uh, canadian liberal party memo sent in october of 2020 um a lot of it's pretty interesting some of it has happened some of it hasn't uh i believe it did predict delta because i think it was around quarter two 2021 it said there was going to be covid 21 but it was supposed to be said it was supposed to be more deadly or something but delta wasn't um another curious thing that we talked about was shortages like supply shortages you know kind of havoc and then it said by the end of the year that basically there, there was going to be like the great reset that was happening essentially it basically was made to sound like people were going to have to pay their debts and if not they were going to not be able to leave their homes or something they're going i don't i don't remember exactly how it was worded but it's you know some of it has happened some of it hasn't but they always have these plans you know the, those plans are based on us accepting their plans willingly so if we don't, if we resist, we fight back, They their plans won't work. Their plans won't happen because we won't let it because it's all based around us. Their plans are based around us. Their plans aren't based around themselves. They all have their personal selfish you know, plans for themselves. But all their plans are about enslaving us, controlling us. Like how powerful are we if they spend every second of their lives trying to control us? Like does that not tell you how powerful we are? how strong we are as humans, as individuals, and if we come together, the power we have. Because you, you can't govern without consent of the governed. You need consent. You need people to accept it willingly, which is why they work so hard to get us to accept things willingly, because that's what they want. You know, They could easily come in with whatever technological hell they have and wipe us out and do whatever the hell they want, but it's, you can't do that. The laws of the universe won't allow it. It won't work out well for them. So, you know, we're seeing mass inflation. We're seeing we're seeing a lot of things come to a head right now. Things are going to get worse before they get better. But we are seeing a lot of glimmers of hope. There's a lot of videos out there of other countries fighting back against these mandates. You know, we can't allow these mandates to happen. Because if they allow, if they can mandate what goes in our body, it's over. Because then it's just they can mandate whatever they want. If they can mandate something has to be injected in our bodies, it's over. It, that it's just the next step. Only all it has to be is the microchip. Give us the mark, and that's it. So this isn't some sci-fi movie. This isn't you know the Terminator or some crap. I don't even know the movies. I don't like movies. 
this is reality. This is real life. This isn't, you know, that's why they spent all those, made all those movies, spent all those time on those movies and crap to get us, it's, it's predictive programming. It's programming us ahead of time to accept all of this crap they're doing now willingly. Because if you've seen it before, we're more willing to accept it. Because if we would see that, like the first time you would see some crazy 80s movies in the future with some AI technology, you're like, whoa, that's crazy. And now it's like 30 years later and people are like, oh, wow, it's just like the movies. That's so cool. And it's going to be like cool and stuff. Like, I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not cool. It's not cool. None of this is cool. Okay, technology, yes, itself is cool. But how they're using it, no. Where we're heading is not going to be cool. It's hell. It's a technocratic hell. So we can't be letting this happen. We got to protect ourselves whatever way we can. Not have our lives all on technology. Something does happen to our technology. God forbid an EMP or something. Like everything's wiped. Got to have as much physical things as possible. Of course, physical things can be destroyed too. I know that. But everything war is done digitally now. I don't know if any people realize this, but it's an information war. Like, Alex Jones is not wrong when he's calling his show InfoWars, which he's part of it too, I think. He's right on a lot of things, but he's also wrong about some things. But he, he's, he's, another, he's a cog in this machine too. He's a cog in this machine too. So it's, we have to... We can't be giving up all of our information and we have to be taking in the right information, which I'm aware of how difficult that is, especially today. But you have to do what you can to find trusted sources, to find trusted people and listen to them, listen to what they have to say. Because there's a lot of good people online that are doing everything they can to speak the truth and to do what's right. You know, I'm... I'm trying to be one of them too. You know, I'm far from perfect. I don't know everything, but I'm working hard just to process it all like everybody else. So, you know, you got to find good people. There's a lot of good podcasts out there. Find good people, listen to good information, and don't give away all of your information online. You know, protect yourself online, use VPN, you know, do a lot of things offline. Don't have your computer hooked up to the internet when you're not using physically, you know, actually doing something on the internet. Because when you're hooked up to the internet, you know, that's that's a big thing with broadband is always on internet. Is they're always be able to access whatever they want, you know, through your computer. And all these terms and conditions allow you basically say, you know, we can you can access on my computer whenever you want. Uh, it's I've I've started reading through some terms and conditions lately, and it's it's crazy. Like there's been several things where I did not install because you you go through terms and conditions. It's like just go, all you have to do is go to privacy policy and something about your information, and then you'll see we're going to sell your information, blah, 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 blah. We're going to use this information for blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, I'm not cool with that, so I'm not installing it. You know, if you don't need it, don't install it because they need your information. They need your data because that's how they're really making money. That's If it's free, you are the product, okay? If it's free, you are the product. Because they're just mining your data. Like all these free apps on smartphones and stuff. Or why do you think it's free? It's because they're mining all of your data the whole time you're using your phone. They're making so much money off your data. It doesn't matter about the dang game. So. This cyber tech. They've been talking about wanting 
or possibility of a cyber Pearl Harbor. Just like um, the project for New American Century was talking about before 9-11, where they needed a new Pearl Harbor so that they can go in and, you know, take over all these Middle Eastern countries one by one, which is exactly what happened. Um, that plan was executed exactly as written. Uh, they basically want a Internet Patriot Act from, you know, an Internet 9-11 and an Internet Pearl Harbor. Okay, and it's not going to happen naturally because people aren't crazy like that. Like only the psychos that want to control the world are like that. That think of doing things like that. You know, think of ramming two planes into buildings and bringing them down. You know what I mean? That who does that besides a psychopath? So, I've briefly discussed earlier what I believe this cyber nine eleven, the cyber Pearl Harbor could be. Um. Like I said, probably financial related, supply chain related. It's gonna it's gonna be used to for multiple things. It's gonna they're gonna they already have multiple solutions ready for multiple things, and all they need is one problem. Um, I don't know when it's gonna happen. You know, you never know when it's gonna happen, but just know there it's something that is gonna happen because they've been planning it. That you know. If too many people do rise up and too many people realize what's going on, I think that's when it'll happen, personally. Because they always need distractions. And if too many people are rising up, too many people realize what's going on, you shut down the internet, you you know, you know, do your lockdown of the internet because there was a major attack of whatever, then people can't communicate. What, are we, what do we do then? You know, we have to call each other and not everyone has each other's numbers. Not even when not a lot of people don't even text message each other. They just use Facebook Messenger or whatever. You know, no one remembers phone numbers anymore. Like, what do we do then? Beats me because we'd be screwed. You know, we couldn't, you know, this is such a global thing and f very few local, like it's so hard to get these like-minded people in your community. Like I know there's a lot, a lot of people that are, you know, think like I do about the stuff in my area there's some but it, it, it there's not enough they're not like outside in the streets protesting and all that you know what I mean there's it's, it's a smaller area it's a lot of more older people like people are all just chilling no I mean if you were to go just in my area and just you never left here you never watched tv or anything you would never think anything happened I mean that you know people are wearing masks in places but you just think people would be sick or something it, it's nothing crazy going on you know so it's that it's that also that case of, you know, you watch the TV and you think the world's on fire, but you go outside and the birds are tripping, the sun's out, and you're just chilling. You're like, okay, well, what the heck? But it's it's all perspective, you know. I've been victim of this myself. I shouldn't say victim, I'm a victim of it. I've done this to myself where I, uh, you know, I research a lot of this stuff that I talk about and all this stuff online, and have put way too much time into it and energy that like. You know, I think this world is some crazy, awful place, and, you know, in some ways it is, but at the same time, you know, most of the world you go to and you just go outside and go into nature, everything's fine. Nature is always the same. Nature is always nature. The birds are always out there. The squirrels are always out there. The insects are always out there. The air is always out there. You know, lakes are always out there. They don't go anywhere. People go where? Go somewhere, you know? Well, I should say that. Animals you know, they uh, migrate and all that, but you get what I'm saying. 
Nature's there. Nature's not going anywhere unless we destroy it, which we have been. We have been. We've been trying. I shouldn't say we, but, you know, the psychos and the big corporations and all that stuff, they've been trying to destroy it because they hate life. They hate life because they hate everything for whatever reason, even though they have everything. Um, just miserable. Just miserable. Bare, barely human. I don't know. Who knows if they're human? I don't know. Anyway. So, with all this stuff, we have to be as self-sufficient as possible. We gotta be growing our own foods. We gotta stop use social media. We gotta declare our legal sovereignty, which that's something I need to learn more about personally because I haven't done that, and that's something I really need to do. We need to practice natural medicine. We need to develop good like-minded community, and we need to be following our true selves, which is in line with all of these. You know, we are slaves through dependence on the system. If we have to rely on them for anything, then what happens when they're not there? What happens when what they're doing is fail? You can't be relying on anybody for anything. You have to have everything handled yourself. That's the only way you can guaranteeably rely that it will be done right and you'll have what you need. That's the only way. Like, everything else is short-term. That's the only way you guarantee for your life that you'll have everything you possibly need. Government will never do it, but the government is supposed to work for us. We're not supposed to work for the government. At this point, we work for the government. We're just money generators for the government that are used for whatever. You know, just more taxes, more crap, more rules, more laws, whatever it is, more mandates. Like, they're supposed to work for us, but they've been working against us for a very long time. And corporations have been working against us while making a lot of money from us this whole time and i don't know if people know what it's called when the government and private corporations are working together against the people there's a name for that it's called fascism okay we have been in a fascist state for a very long time a lot long i shouldn't say a very long time but a lot longer than people realize government and the corporations have been working together. The major corporations have been working together for a while. Okay. It's all part of the same goo of crap that are these globalist, you know, these globalist organizations. What's like, and it's always at the top of these organizations. I can't say that the organizations themselves, whatever. Like the, a lot of the people, you know, the lower people, the people that are just working there, they're all good people. They think they're doing what's right. They're th they think they're doing what is best. They think they're helping people. It's the people up top with all the manipulation, they have all the power, they have all the money, they have all the control. They're the ones that are the ones that are corrupt. They're compromised. They're being blackmailed. They're being used by people to do whatever it is that needs done. You know, whatever part of the plan they are. Every every aspect has their own part of the plan. Um, you know, financial wing, the tech wing is the big one now. Pharmaceutical wing now is very big, obviously. It's all these, all multiple wings of the same bird. All different tentacles of the same octopus, all right? That's very gross. It's a very gross octopus. It's a very gross bird, okay? Very distorted and evil looking. And part, part machine, part machine. Um, yeah, uh, if you're curious about this, look up Operation Lockstep. 
Okay. Operation Lockstep was started by, I believe it was David Rockefeller. And it's all of its governments and corporations working together in lockstep. Like, has no one found it odd that every major corporation has the exact same talking points? Has the exact same political views? Does no one find that interesting? That all of them have the same views, same political views, same ideologies? Like, that's, that's, that's something. That's something, um... And people need to realize that because, yeah, like, you have stuff like uh, the Bilderberg Group. You know what I mean? That was, like, what, 350 of the top CEOs, banking people, politicians, all that crap. Like, that's where stuff like this is all decided. That's where they plan all this stuff out because you have these top, top, top people, and then they go, and then they have, like, the few people under each of them, and then they know a little bit of the plan, and then you have another layer down. It's just like the pyramid. You have the one up top. And then it slowly spreads out until you get the bottom. But if you don't have that bottom, you don't have the people. You don't have us. You don't have the working class people at the bottom as that foundation. Then the entire top crumbles. So remember that. Without the bottom, without the, without us, without the foundation, they have nothing. Because it's all their entire lives are based on controlling us. Their entire money supply is based on controlling us. Their technology is based on controlling us. So, if they can't control us, then they have nothing. So, next time you want to buy from some of these corporations, you want to go shop on Amazon, which Amazon's a whole different thing. That's another whole evil arm. Um, realize or think about why they're all talking the same points. They all think the same. They all have the same political views. And also look into Operation Lockstep. So, America has not been a democracy. It's not a true democracy. Like, most of our elections are selections. I think we, a lot of us know that by now. We've seen this. I don't care about Trump because it wouldn't matter because Trump is part of the team too, okay? It didn't matter if Trump won or whoever. All, all was, Trump was the perfect person to come up and just stir crap up. He just came in, spun around a whole bunch, caused a couple of tornadoes, and then left. And then that's it. You know, he did a few a few of the tornadoes, did some good things, wiped out some bad people. A few of the tornadoes took people into a frenzy. You know what I mean? It. it we got. Trump said a lot of the like a lot of great things. He did a lot of great things, but he was also like the perfect just the perfect false idol, you know, to go up and do just enough really good things to get people really reeled in, you know. I never was, like, a major supporter. I always thought something was off because I, I never thought that they would even allow someone that's not in their club, not controlled, to be in the White House, you know what I mean? There's no way. But they all they all played it perfectly. They all acted it perfectly, you know. It was interesting four years. But he did a lot of great things for the actual American people. A lot of things that actually benefited us. And then Biden came in, and what was it, day one, you know? What he signed? Like 27 freaking uh, executive orders the first week or something like that. Like, set a record for the first week. 
<sighs> that's dictatorship. You know, he even said like you don't, you don't, uh, you don't enact things with uh, executive order. That's what a dictator does, or whatever. And then he comes in and has like thirty some friggin' executive orders the first week. That's pretty dic- dictatorial. Um, but yeah, this. We don't live in a democracy. This is not. A, this is far from a true democracy. Like money sways so much. Like it's it's the rich. It's the rich. It's whoever has the most money who can put the most into marketing. That's gonna win the most. Is really what it comes down to. Because marketing and advertisements have such a sway over people, and it has for a very long time. Like they have spent decades, like really, really working with psychologists and people and everything to get ads to be as influential as possible you know influencers on social media that they're called influencers okay you're influencing people like that's a lot of power like these social media influencers have a lot of power over the minds of especially the youth especially the youth so you really need to pay attention to what you know people your kids are listening to or watching on social media or well you shouldn't be on social media but you know something like youtube which is also social media but you know just pay attention to what your kid's doing if they're on the internet, period. Who they're listening to if they're on the internet. You know, what their teachers are telling them. Like, you can't be letting people around you, other people, putting ideologies into your kid. Um, now, if they're learning some things that you don't know and they're coming to you with some good stuff, hey, that's awesome. Figure out who they're listening to and go listen to them with them. You know, But six years old, they're, they're not going to be finding stuff like that. Um. Yeah, the, gov- the government state, it's, it's, to me, in my opinion, it's just all theater, like actual theater. Um, everything's pretty much just decided behind the scenes. Like, something I always find interesting is, so some of these bills that get passed, like some of these major bills that are like, you know, a thousand plus pages, 2,000 pages or whatever, and they, they say that they'll get them a half hour before they have to vote and they're supposed to vote on it. So what are these members of Congress doing if they're not part of the writing process? I get that it's not actually written by them. It's written by the whoever's and blah, 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 blah. But they are there to write our laws. Don't you think that Congress, each member, should be involved in writing the doc, like actually involved in writing this document? Because it seems like that's not what actually happens. It seems like there's a couple people and they're, you know, secretaries or whatever that are writing these documents. Because what what are we doing if our Congress is getting 2,000-page bills and they're, they're supposed to read it for 30 minutes and vote on it? Like, what what is that? That's It's just, that's why we get voting in party lines. In party lines. It it literally doesn't matter. It's 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 been just whoever has the most in Congress is going to win because everyone votes along the party line unless it's some special thing where you have the one or two people. There needs to be a more transparent process with some of these bills. Especially since a lot of them, they have, you know, such great names like the CARES Act and the Patriot Act. But the people aren't reading them. You know, most of Congress isn't reading before they're getting sent out. So we, we don't realize what's in these. You know, we didn't realize for a while that the Patriot Act, it was basically a surveillance, you know. It was basically just for surveillance for the terrorists. But it's never, we never stopped any terrorists with it. All we did was just frisk people at the airport and spy on everybody's technology. So, you know, the CARES Act, like how much money went to, you know, all these big corporations, how much money was just spread out to, you know, people like BlackRock for whatever reason, you know, all these corporations that, oh my God, they lost so much money. 
they've been making plenty of money this whole time. And then we just get, you know, $1,200 payouts. It was, it was nothing. It was, here's a couple of pieces of candy. We're, we're stealing the whole candy store. You know, that's what it is always. It's just, it was just another bailout. It was just another bailout in the form of some BS. Here's $1,200 bill. You know, what do you think this build back better bill is? It's, it's a UN, UN, is the one that the group that came up with the build back better theme or slogan or whatever the heck you want to call it so it's obvious like hello biden is the you know he's the globalist candidate he's the one that's coming in to usher and all the crap and then we can all just take it out on dumb old joe when really joe has done nothing he's done literally nothing but go up and just made himself look like a fool and talk to people he doesn't actually do anything I think we've all realized that. Like, the guy's not capable of doing anything right now. So we need to stop letting the corporations have a lot of power as well. Um, you know, groups like the CDC, like the CDC is just a corporation. It's not a part of the federal government. The Federal Reserve, it, well, it was a corporation. Now it's part of the Department of Treasury. But it's under it's under control of essentially BlackRock and Vanguard, which BlackRock and Vanguard own, I think it's like combined like 15 trillion dollars in assets so yeah they own like everything practically everything is owned by blackrock and vanguard in some way it's disgusting it's disgusting no, they're all just they're just corporations these these corporations you know they, and a lot of what well, a lot of what they do is these big corporations seen with pharmaceutical companies um especially too they'd hop from government to you know corporation the board member and then corporation board member back to government position and then they swap back and forth swap between different companies you know they're all on the same team they're all working on the same team they all have the same enemy us humanity freedom okay working in lockstep this is fascism it's a private public partnership to screw over the people we have to call it out for what it is because that's that's what it is you know nazis they were national socialists something i'm going to bring up here real quick i want people to go and watch old nazi footage do people do the nazis the germans do they look oppressed do they look sad do they look like they are living in fear of everything going on or do they look like they're prospering? Now, I'm not saying, you know, later on, obviously, once the war started and all that, but people were happy. Women were happy. Like, people were cheering for Hitler all the time. Like, what I think happened, I think the whole entire World War II thing has been totally warped and distorted because Hitler created his own system for the German people. He didn't want to go fight anybody, but he was forced into it from multiple levels i don't want to go into too much how and what group but uh, it's a certain group that was supposed to be oppressed by the germans um which I, i'm sure they did but if you go if i haven't read it but i i've seen the text uh the mein Kampf. he talks about the bankers of the world the globalist bankers and they're jew they're jewish so he, you know, 
if it's true or whatever, later on he kind of went crazy with it because he was trying to get all the Jews out because they were, you know, they were trying to infiltrate his thing. They were trying to stop him from having his own money system, having his own, you know, country system that's not controlled. I don't know this for sure. This is just from stuff I read and some stuff I've come across. I don't know for sure. But it's interesting to think about because World War II is the like one of the most propagandized events events like so much went into that war so much propaganda went into that war so much destruction went into that war and so much has been written and made about it so many movies about world war ii so many video games about world war ii like why do they have to there's not that much about world war one why is there so much stuff about world war ii because they had to make sure hitler was the bad guy they did every all the propaganda in the world even to this day to make hitler be the bad guy I don't know if he was, you know. It, imagine having the entire like so like all the big countries around the world just like ready to take you down. So like you have to like if you're about to get attacked, then you'd be smart and you attack first because if you know you're gonna get attacked, and I think that's what happened with Poland personally. I don't know. This is just some fun stuff I read. I don't know for sure, you know. There's just a lot more going on with World War II than people realize, I think. So, where was I going with that? Nazis. National Socialism. Actually, National Socialism is would be the best thing that could really happen. Um, it is the total opposite of fascism. It is the government and private corporations working for the people to help the people. Um, there's... There's not much of that going on anymore. You know, you have some companies out there, obviously, like a lot of smaller companies that really do good stuff. They really offer great products. They really do everything they can to offer great products for good prices and help people out. But that's so few and far between. Everything, every business is out to make money. You know, you're trying to make as much money as possible. Like, that's what business is about. Just making as much money as possible. So that's, I mean, personally, that's why I never got into business because I'm, I'm not about going and selling something for a hundred dollars that I only paid ten dollars for or something like that's, I can't. That just doesn't, it doesn't jive with me. Like I can't do that. I can't, I can't willingly unless I'm, I have to be providing some sort of service that I believe is worth what I'm charging. Like and I believe that it's helping them out enough that it's worth what I'm charging, because otherwise I couldn't do it. I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. I would feel guilty making money off people, you know, just for something, especially if it's something I could teach them, you know what I mean? That's just, that's just not my thing. I'd rather teach people, if I could teach people about stuff, you know, how to do certain things, how to, you know, what stuff, just, if I could teach someone that I would like that, but you know, I'm not, I shouldn't say, I'm not a master necessarily anything. I just know stuff about stuff, you know? Uh, but yeah, we, um, that's what really what we need to do. That you need to, you need to teach people things. You know, the old proverb: "Give a man a fish, you feed him for a day; teach a man a fish, you feed him for a lifetime." It's just it's with farming. You know, we need we need to teach people how to grow food. We need to teach people how to be self sufficient. Take care of you know some some chickens and a goat or whatever. You know, take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Um. Because if you have your own food, you're able to grow your own food. You can't be controlled. If you're able to, you know, um, purify your own water, 
you can't be controlled. It, that's it. That's really what it comes down to. Everything else is extra. You know, you grow your own food and you have your own water. You have your own shelter. If you want it, you have your own electricity that you're generating yourself in some way. Hey, man, everything else is the world's your oyster. You know, you got everything set. You don't have to worry about anything. As long as you're growing your food right and you're storing it correctly, nobody can stop you. Nobody can go tell you what to do. Nobody can control you with anything. I mean, God forbid they come in and, you know, try and kill you and take your stuff. But you're going to be smart. You'd have guns, you know. You would have some defenses set up in some way. But, yeah. You know, a lot of this is difficult. Uh, being self-sufficient is difficult. You know, I'm, I'm not there yet. It takes it takes a lot. It takes a lot of planning. It takes a good support system. You got to have someone to help. You can't do it by yourself. I've tried to do a lot by myself in my life and have not succeeded. Um, it, it was certain things, you know. What I mean, some things you have to do by yourself, like find yourself, discover your true self. You know, a lot of things you have to do by yourself. But that's really mentally, physically, a lot of things you need help, and that's just kind of how it goes. And if you're going to be self-sufficient, you need help. Um, you need good support. You need a good you need, good, need good partner in crime that's, you know, willing to help you. Do all that stuff, too, because you got to find like-minded people or have a good community. You know, have other people that grow different stuff or take care of different things that you don't, you know. But then even then, you're still relying on someone else. Um even with someone in your family, you're relying on someone else. But at the same time, if you have all that knowledge, you can at least, you at least know how to do it all yourself. But you have someone to help you, you know, which is what we all need someone to help us. We all need a shoulder to lean on, of course. So I hope, uh, hope you learned something from all that. There's obviously a lot of layers to it, a lot of steps to it. Um, but we all need to strive for it. We all need to strive to be self-sufficient, uh, free from the chains of society free from our own mental chains um and just be able to live our life live live as a free human because that's that's what we're here to do we're here to love and or live in love and abundance so thank you for listening to this podcast i'll have another one out soon and i love you all and continue in love and abundance <laughs>